0: It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro Well, with David Shapiro from Sassfin Securities in Johannesburg. David, I want to get the JSC Stock Exchange News Service yeah. out the way first before we talk about your extensive reading over the the weekend. There are two things, that well, a few things, Sun International cautionary announcement, nothing happened there, Oceana, probably a company you don't really pay that much attention to, came out with results, the share price up at 2.5% or something. But the two things that caught my eye, and we know about them, we know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But Ascendis and WG Wern delisting. And it says, you know, yeah, update yeah. on the delisting. And I thought, yeah, we, yes, as yeah, I said, right. it's been flagged before
1: and people know it is going. But it's two more companies gone. Yeah. Yeah. Ascendis, there's been a lot of talk around it. It's been one of these companies that's attracted more attention than really it's been worth. Um, I never quite understood it It was a pharmaceutical company, but I'm not quite sure we consumed the kind of pharmaceuticals that they produced. I mean, I think this was a lot of vitamin powders and, uh, you know, those kind of powders. I don't think this is any threat to Merck or uh, Roche or anything like that. But um, it it always attracted attention. Uh, Funny enough, W.J. Wern was one of the few companies back in 2005 that came onto the market at the time of the internet uh, of the uh, infrastructure boom in South Africa ahead of 2010 and it came and and I remember Um, the first meeting we had or the first time I saw the chaps from W were, you know, they came in a bucky. And uh, the next meeting after they were listed, they came I think with a, you know, with a Mercedes with four different exhaust pipes at the back, you know, so (laughs) that gave you an idea of of their success. But they were a pretty decent business but I think just fell on the kind of times that, uh, uh, you know, that we fell into. Number one, 2008 after the um, you know the crisis there, and also subsequent to that, there's been no investment in infrastructure in South Africa. But um, exactly. it was a, I, I, I just have a bit of emotion about that because I remember it you know back in those days when a lot of the companies Murray and Roberts, uh, Avenge, um, Basil Reed, which is no longer there, is under still under um, what do you call it. Um, Business rescue, and so on. I, I, you know, so so many of our huge businesses have just fallen into, I wouldn't say into bad times. I don't want to say in disrepute, but uh, all of them, and all of them went looking, Lindsay, for for contracts outside of South Africa, and they got burnt either in the Middle East or certainly in Australia, and came back with their tail between their legs. So yeah. WJ Wuhan,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, WG Wuhan, yes. Anyway, the, the WG, yeah. That, that's it. But I must fault investors on this one. Everyone got so hyped up about 2010 and building stadia, yeah. or stadiums rather, and mm. all the associated infrastructure surrounding it. And you have to widen roads and make access uh-huh. a safe and all that sort of stuff. And you think to yourself, this is a once off. It's like a once off item yeah. on an income statement mm. or balance sheet, whichever one it is, you know better yeah. than I. And you know mm. that once that, thing has been built mm. it's that, that's it it's finished we're not having mm. a, a we're not having the another world cup in, in another mm. sport that needs more stadiums uh, yeah. etc so i blame investors for being so over enthusiastic and suddenly the music stopped and everyone's uh, scrambling yeah. for the chair yeah. and from then yeah. on they fell and as you quite rightly say they looked to v- diversify themselves <laughs> geographically and that was mm. a complete disaster it almost yeah. smacked of uh, desperation yeah. david
1: yeah, it 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 was sad. One thought that the country would grow, blossom, and continue to improve roads and schools and everything. It never came about. But you know the sad thing is that it was such a happy time in this country, twenty ten. Yes. I still still remember it with fondness. You know, I still remember the visitors coming. I remember family coming, driving to Nelsprate or driving to um you know up north um, uh, to rustenburg um nelspruit we uh, um petersburg which is now called um what's it called i have gone blank on. but yeah. i mean uh, you know all these companies all these and you drive through now on the way to the game Reserve oh, and you see these magnificent stadiums that are still there which uh, you know, just just uh, I don't know what they use them for. Whether it's for EFF rallies or whatever they use for, but um, I, I I don't I don't know whether they still play football there. I don't know, but it's very sad to see so many of these beautiful stadiums just just there. And I suppose that happens to any country as well. I would assume it happens in Qatar and wherever there ha- else there has been uh, tournaments.
0: I can distinctly remember driving along a high-level road in, in Cape Town once the, what is now the Cape Town Stadium, was the Greenpoint Stadium, was yes. completed. And I sat in my car on the side of the road and I got out... And I just uh, leant, leant against my car and looked at this thing. It was so beautiful. The sea was yeah. shimmering behind it. it was a, there was, wasn't a cloud mm. in the sky. And I thought, goodness me, this is good for South Africa. I'm so looking forward <laughs> to this World Cup. And I went to every game at that stadium. And I have to say that it was ruined by the Vuvuzelas. Oh, it, yeah. it, it even know, seemed to get to I the know. players because every yeah, game I, I saw bet. was rubbish. Even um, what's his name, Luis Suarez, handling on the mm. on the goal line against Ghana, I think mm. it was all those yeah. things.
1: But yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it, a great
0: uh, time, but it soon faded
1: away. Yeah, they banned vuvuzelas now; they yes. don't allow them at any games. I mean, outside of South Africa, I don't even know if you hear them at uh, local games anymore. Polakwani, that's sorry, that was Petersburg. That's it. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's it's it happens, you know. It's it. it uh, it's happened uh, many, many times as well, in you know, where you go for the Olympics. I don't know whether you ever made money, whether these, especially Greenpoint, you know, when you go there, I mean, it is, as you say, it is such a beautiful statement. I don't know whether they fill it anymore. I don't know what, maybe once a year, can you think of it? I live across the road from the wondrous yes, yeah, and there are often games there, but uh, I doubt. I think once a year they might get a, a twenty twenty game or a 50-over game or something like this where the stadium is full, you know, where it's packed. Other than that, you very seldom see crowds. When it was built, I hate to bring up history and say, yeah, you know, when we were young, <laughs> but uh, when, when it was built in the 50s or the 60s, yeah, the 50s, uh, when it was built then and so many games, every test was packed. We would have provincial games where, um, you know, certainly the crowds were there, but I think things have changed dramatically. Uh, but we don't get the crowd. Look, the football games, Lindsay, I think, I think, uh, um, you know, the local football, yes, they do get crowds. No doubt about that, you know, yes. when there's a big local derby and that. But I mean, I don't know whether the provincial, whether they get any crowds there for, when I say provincial outside of the you know, outside of Joburg, Pretoria. I don't
0: know. No, I don't know either. Just going back to the Wanderers, I really like the Wanderers. It's not one of these uniform stadiums. Like, if you go to the MCG uh, Melbourne Cricket Ground, it's a big big bowl and it's everything's... It looks great. And when it's got nearly 100,000 people in it and being in that stadium is incredible. Mm. But... The Wanderers has got character. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's, got, yeah. it's got sort of almost temporary <laughs> seating like on, on, yeah. on the right, and then ahead you've got the fancy boxes mm. in, the, in, mm. that, in the newest stand. On the left, it's open as well. And it's got a lovely patch yeah. of grass for people to sit and enjoy themselves. Yeah. I think it's a great stadium. It's fast as well. Mm. Goodness me, for cricket, yeah. I mean. Yeah,
1: now I've got fond memories here. Mm. I've even got a picture of uh, me standing as a 10-year-old. I must have been about nine or 10 standing there on a very cold summer's day it was raining overcast my little raincoats on and Mm -hmm. McGlue and Goddard coming out opening bats. no no helmets just gloves (laughs) I I don't even think Jackie McGlue was wearing a, a a cap I think Trevor or one of them weren't you know and there you are walking out I think to face the Australians in one of the tests, something like this. But I used to go. My mom used to pack us sandwiches, and we'd sit there the whole day on wooden benches yes. that gave you splinters in your bum. Mm. But uh, <laughs> I loved it. It was like uh, still have fond memories of that. But I used to I used to. I, you know, we've we've spoken about this before. But I loved the. Used to go with my dad on the weekends, you know, to watch uh, Premier League uh, cricket, which was nothing more than, um, you know, just Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. So, and they had some great teams and those teams, you know, you had to play in the Premier League to get uh, selected for Transvaal or Natal or whatever it was. And it was a great honour then to be in a provincial side. But but I enjoyed that, call it village green type viewing, you know. Yes.
0: Yeah, you're quite right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's,
1: a fine, it's, a fine, it's
0: a fine game, cricket. I mean, completely uh, yeah. in, incomprehensible to people that uh, haven't brought, been brought up in a cricket culture. But mm-hmm. fantastic stuff. David, um, mm-hmm. you've allowed me to um, get distracted again. You always, you, you always try and do that to me. <laughs> uh, Invicta. Well, I the missed,
1: markets are boring. I missed, no. missed Invicta yeah. today.
0: Now, Invicta's yeah. had, had yeah. a yeah.
1: colourful yeah. past, of course.
0: Is it still mm-hmm. a viable JSE listing? Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. They, were, they were hurt. I, I went through the accounts. I had I haven't gone through it in, in the greatest of detail, but uh, I wanted to see, you know, just looked at the income statements, and they were hurt by uh, increased impairments or increased bad debts, yes. the, and also by increased um, charges, uh, um, finance charges. I think both of those two took, took the edge off it, but it seemed to be a decent result. Um, I like the company. I like the people that run it. Um, it needs a good economy but you know this was the impact of of higher levels of interest rates it, it of course it hurts the bottom line and that's why you know when you look at EBITDA you can't you know <laughs> finance costs are a real cost to a company EBITDA you know before interest you can't you've got to look at it after interest so I think that uh, um, and, and also bad debts um, I haven't gone into what caused the impairments or what caused the higher levels of debts, you know, whether some creditor let them down or, or uh, you know, someone let them down. So, but I'll go into it. But it is a business I like and it's, it's a business that will thrive when mining takes off or if there is investment in mining, investment in manufacturing.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's still want to watch. Another one that's okay. just come out since we started this podcast was Sogo yeah. Sun and there was also a cautionary from sun international i i know that it's you know it's a tenuous mm. link but nice numbers according to the early market reaction up 2 and 3 quarters percent on my screen david do you like these sin oh, stocks yeah they
1: just come out yeah mm. mm-hmm. i it, it's it's uh, look there's zeda as well was our zedi i don't know ZEDA, Z-D-D-A, yeah Ah, oh, yeah, you know, which they came out with a trading statement some time ago as well, and you could see that there's a push up in in car rental. Um, I've also go through the accounts in greater detail because uh, their cash seems to be a bit tight, and I'm not sure what's behind it. They still have very high debt, uh, which may come out of the, you know, they were unbundled from Barla World, so um from that point of view they're a little tight on cash but i think what it did point to and where this is pointing to lindsay is that hospitality is picking up quite a lot here and i reckon we're in for a good uh we're a good holiday season largely driven i would say by internal travel you know i don't know i don't know from external i think people are scared to come out because of the electricity issue water issues, crime issues and that. But internally, I think you're going to see a lot of people not being able to afford to go out the country and preferring to stay here.
0: So it'll be so, uh, we, uh, the beaches mm, of KwaZulu-Natal and, mm, and the, the Western Cape rather than the ski slopes of Ofebio or somewhere like that. Yeah, you, know? you think so? Exactly.
1: Yeah, okay. I think so. I know what it's like because I'm going next week. <laughs> and uh, this is my, no, I'm going next Tuesday. I'm off to America and um I, I i know what the you know i know how tight it is for me it's family you know i it's something that um if i don't do these things i don't see my grandchildren i'm fortunate that i stay with my daughter and i have accommodation there but um it's 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 expensive to travel today it's very very and airfares have not come down yet i would imagine they're going to start easing you know as uh as we get out of the COVID era and more flights are coming on and more people are starting to work at the airlines and so on. But, uh, Lindsay, it's, 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 it's a very expensive exercise, with around, you know, what's it, 1860,
0: 1870. Yes, it is. And never mind that. It's also the hassle of it, David. I, I know you're doing it because mm. you've got something really to look forward yeah. to. And when you get off that aeroplane, you've got through the queues and got a taxi and mm. all that crap that you have to go through. But you're going to see your family. I look at it and and say to myself these days, I just say, do I really want to do that? What am I going to do when I get there? You need a day to recover. Then you've got seven or eight days. Let's say it's a 10 day holiday Mm -hmm. and you have to start thinking about packing and then do the whole thing again. You're three hours at the airport. It's a miserable yeah. flight with some fat person sitting next to you. I'm not a fattist, <laughs> but, but on an aeroplane I am. <laughs> okay, and <laughs> taking two uh, uh, of that no. of, the, of, of the hand
1: rests uh, 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 and everything, uh, the
0: armrests. Uh, sorry,
1: yeah. yeah, I just think, man, nah, no, I'm staying from, at home, especially if there's football on. Nah, I'll read nah, I agree with you. Mm. I think the one thing that would that I would love to travel to is to go to you know i'd love to I, unfortunately i 'm restricted and confined in my travels, although I am travelling through London this time on my way to new york yeah but uh, i miss I, there's nothing nicer than being in a full stadium in you know, a full stadium and a good game, and I think we had some you know some wonderful games over the weekend I just uh I think there's nothing nicer than building up to a game, going past the pub early, having a beer before the game, yeah. you, know, yeah. or, you know, or or even during halftime, you know, traveling <laughs> <both>. down there. <laughs> but, or both, yeah. Uh, especially over this time of the year. Yeah,
0: I agree yeah. with you entirely. It's, uh, it, it is one of those things. I, I do miss or, the mm. London pub and I do miss uh, yeah. going to a good football match. I've <laughs> got the opportunity to do so here. But, yeah. It's, uh... If
1: we if we ever go if to, i love you know, bless my wife, and thank goodness she doesn't listen to this. But I remember going to Arsenal Stadium, and they were playing Chelsea, mm. and this was still at Harbury. And at halftime, we went, uh, we went to the the bar, you know, not the bar, to the counters and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, underneath the stadium, underneath the stands, they always have these. Um, you know, you can buy hot dogs, and you can buy everything, and everybody's queuing there. And you know typical of a northern suburbs uh, wife or something she wants a mineral water at this <laughs> tip, and what would serve <laughs> like a camparian soda I would have said if I was the- <laughs> i I just wanted to crawl know. she's. I mean, you know, I got a beer or something. She wants some mineral water. The chap just looked like in absolute horror oh, who drinks little water <laughs> and just set a, a football game at Arsenal versus Chelsea. Brilliant. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> right, David.
0: We've had there is more football coming up um, uh, later yeah. on, but so let's um, have a look at what you've been reading over the weekend, notably yeah. from the Economist and the Financial Times.
1: I, there wasn't much, you know, there wasn't much in the way. A lot of interest still on artificial intelligence. I've been doing quite a bit of reading on it because I still think it's going to be the theme. And the big, what, what's, what's very interesting about the theme is that uh, it, it's kind of, how would you say it? It's, it's almost branching out um, from the first phase to the other phases. And, uh, you know, that's what... And and what sums it up, Lindsay, and I hope I can express this properly, is that before your you would accumulate data, um, if if I'm putting it in there, you know, um, platforms being you know platform being like the cloud and everything would actually accumulate data. This time, they generate data. In other words, you're going to uh, a situation where the clouds um your data you know ai is generating data which you keep using instead of um and i hope this comes through um articulately but you're getting a different wave now and this is what's going to happen um i think the other thing is that you are starting to get companies now who are going to invest oh like the clouds are instead of having one cloud to service a lot of people you're going to have what they call cloud factories where you, your business, would have one cloud factory. That that cloud or those set of computers are for you only. Mm. So rather than sharing all of that. So you're getting this branch out, and then also you're going to have a lot of businesses where, You've got, um, you know, you're going to have what they call um, like either bots, you know, that help you. So you don't uh, chat bots. I mean, more sophisticated than they are as well. Or what they call in co-pilot, you know, people to help you get through what are you looking for? You know, what are you looking for at our shop or or at our business and and help you get through that a lot easier uh, than it was? So you're starting to see a lot more happening in, uh, you know, in the, in the AI area. And I think that's making it a lot more exciting. So it's not over. You know, it's only beginning. And I think it was Jensen, um, Jensen Wang, H-U-A-N-G, I never know how to pronounce her name, who actually said this is the, you know, this is the start of, um, you know, of AI. Uh, you're going into, the, you know, this generative AI era. And it's probably only the start. So I find, you know, I find this fascinating because we've made a lot of money out of it uh, in that area. Or you know, if you've been in the tech industry, is it going to last, or, or have we seen the end of it? And I think that's going to determine where twenty twenty four goes. You know, whether this theme continues or whether it just. Uh, fizzles out. It's a question also okay. of, of
0: choosing the right company. Mm. Everyone talking uh, very enthusiastically about N- NVIDIA and why shouldn't they when it's up 250% mm. in one year, for goodness sake. But mm. if the barriers to entry aren't too onerous and too expensive, then other companies mm. will come along and dilute yep. NVIDIA's uh, pool but it doesn't mean to say Mm. that uh, it doesn't present enormous amount of opportunities if you spot the next nvidia for example it may be on a slightly smaller scale then your quids in unlike asml people can't replicate asml but they can replicate an ai chip i think
1: well i'm i'm going to use a football analogy it's like man city they're on top they're a strong team yes You know, to beat them, you've got to get the same kind of team. Mm. Can you put that team together? Hello? Can you? You know, and the answer is probably not. So you're going to continue to back Man City. They're going to dominate. And I think that's the same with NVIDIA. You know, NVIDIA in the business world have got the right kind of technicians. They've got the right kind of designs, and they will continue to dominate. Yes, I'm sure somewhere along the line the next few years, someone's working in a garage somewhere or somewhere like that where you will come out with a chip or there are a lot of businesses working on uh, ad- addressing, you know, their uh, competitive edge or attacking their competitive edge. It will happen. But in the meantime, I'd rather stay with the incumbents who are at the top. Yeah, that's – so, yeah, it's it's a fair analogy and we'll look for other businesses. But that, that's why – I don't think you need to go too far out of the businesses that are dominant already. You know, yes, everybody wants to get into this area. Everybody's trying. But for the meantime, those with the money and those with the power uh, are going to continue to get stronger. But you've got to keep your bidder. You've got to keep looking over your shoulder.
0: Yeah, I suppose you. I mean, mm. I don't know whether you're, you're the sort of person that, you know, you're so into AI and, and, and tech. And as you see it for a theme, there must be some kind of trade magazine that you can buy and it'll say, have a look at this company. And that's, <laughs> so I don't know if you go that far huh. when you when you analyze um, sectors or assets or individual companies. But yeah, it's going to take a lot of assiduous work from you on your part, David, yeah. to keep ahead yeah. of who's uh, yeah, uh, nibbling away got, uh, at NVIDIA. Yeah.
1: Mm. It's so hard. You know what I mean? For, for a person, for, for an individual like myself, without the backup of people who know the business, who are watching, it's very difficult. You know, it, it's beyond my, uh, you know, beyond my ability. Just, I, so, so I have to keep looking at the headlines. In fact, I'm writing an article for Business Day just saying I watch the headlines, you know. <laughs> and, and by doing that, by doing the reading over the weekend, you start to see, because that's how I got onto AI, and even now, if you pick up uh, if you pick up the Economist over the weekend or the F T, it was all about Sam Altman. You know, that's all. The yeah. whole the whole magazine, a hundred articles all about why he was fired, why he rejoined, what does this mean? And a hundred different takes on this. You say, Well, why? you know, so it's it's just dominating the headlines. If it's dominating the headlines, then it's an important subject.
0: Yeah, so no one knew who Sam Altman was a year ago. This is the
1: thing. Yeah, exactly a year ago. Yeah, exactly. 30th of November,
0: Mm.
1: Chat GPT was launched. Okay, David.
0: Yeah, good. Will you keep up? Will you keep up? Light light (laughs) reading. I want you to find me the next NVIDIA, please. I just said,
1: Mm. I said in my article, I said, I have to admit, I do get sidetracked. I find myself wandering onto the sports pages, you know, on any side. (laughs) And sometimes I even have you ever gone onto like the Daily Mirror or even the Guardian? They always start to say, you know, you start to have these sites that tell you how ugly your boy here, your heroes have become or what's happened to this one and something. You know, out of curiosity, you find yourself clicking on these pages. Oh, well. yes, I definitely so, do.
0: You can't get away from it. You go to the Sun newspaper and then it says related articles or something. You think, uh, oh, yeah, I actually would like to know, know. What, what she's been up to recently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to say so I get distracted. Yeah.
0: Okay. You and I are similar in... <laughs> in, in, in some ways, at least. Uh, David, let me give you some spot prices, if I can, or refresh my yeah. screen. And right. let's have a look at the dollar rand, which is a U.S. dollar which is half a percent weaker against the Rands. So 1870, yeah. that exchange
1: rate. British pound. It's a worry. I must say, that, yeah. Lindsay, that's a worry on our part. I don't know why it is so weak. There's some, you know, I, we know why it's weak. You know, there's a lot of issues in this country. And I don't know if you picked this up, and, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's, it's important. This morning, the headlines in business, they focused on Volkswagen, who are sending out warnings and saying, look, if you don't address these regulatory issues in this country,
0: yeah.
1: if you don't help us, you know, we're not in the business of charity. We're not a charity concern. This is Volkswagen. He says we are way of, you know, far away from our market, we are, um, you know, we're far away from where we sell these motor cars that we produce here in the Eastern Cape. And uh, the only reason that they built these factories many, many years ago was that they got tax uh, benefits, you know, to produce here. And, and therefore, um, you know, those benefits are no longer worth it or certainly starting to cost them. So there was a strong warning sign to the government of South Africa to get things right. And he said it's not immediate, but, uh, you know, don't think that he's not getting um, um, pressure from Wolfsburg, meaning, you know, the headquarters of Volkswagen. Why are we in South Africa? You know, there's a hundred other places that you can produce, yes. uh, with, you know, et cetera. I've, it's, it's the strongest warning I've seen from foreigners, you know, to, to South Africa. We get it from Neil Froneman inside. You know, we've had it before, but this... Lindsay, why I bring it up is that the manufacturing of motorcars here is a major export industry because it's not only the motorcars here, it's all the ancillary industries around it, uh, you know, where you buy the parts from other businesses as well, the, the leather seats and everything. So uh, everything that goes into the motorcars also, you know, helps industry here. So a saw... very, very strong warning. Just, you know, just just pick it up. Um, i'll I'll try and find it Um,
0: i don't want to subscribe but anyway i I, you talked about wolfsburg which is the vw headquarters it's gigantic it's like a town Mm. and and the 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 program it's an excellent program called europe from above and it it showed this roll of steel being delivered on a truck to wolfsburg and the roll of steel's journey in one day to becoming, it was a VW, uh, a small SUV called a Tiguan, and they, um, yeah. and they went through the I whole thing. Right. There's no people involved until the last couple of stages. It's, it's all yeah. robots. And I was watching this I thing, thought, I thought, yeah. how extraordinary. In one day, from a lump yeah. of steel, you make this very, very attractive car
1: yeah it's i i think there's there's a big lesson here because here for south africa it's labor intensive mm. we have enormous they have enormous problems they have to cut shifts because there's no electricity you can't run a factory of that size on solar panels so uh there's a lot of frustration and i think you know if if south africa doesn't alert to this you know once you get a Volkswagen pulling out so it'll lead to others and then there's nothing left in this country. So the EFFs, the ANC with all their ideology and politics uh, just must take note of you know what this would mean in the long run. Uh, for me it was a massive wake up call when I saw these headlines.
0: You've done it again you see. All I was giving you was the currency prices and you told me about car <laughs> manufacturing. Led me astray
1: Sorry. once more. I just, I just <laughs> thought it was I just thought it was an important – yeah. It is you know, very important. It was important. an important event. Uh mm. Um, you know, but he says production is safe for now. Says Volkswagen's AG member Thomas Schaeffer, But the business case for South Africa is waning. In other you words, know, they would
0: they wouldn't come here now and build a new factory if they no, knew uh, no, if they no. it, past experience was anything to go by. Anyway, yeah, dollar rand yeah. eighteen seventy one okay. half a percent fall for the US dollar, uh, British pound twenty three sixty one half a percent fall for the pound. Euro rand is twenty forty six. And the euro has fallen by 0.7%. Against the Micey rand, British pound against the US dollar, one twenty. Look at that, one twenty six twenty. Now, mm-hmm. now the gold price has been very interesting. Two thousand and thirteen. Oh. Suddenly up eleven dollars yeah. today after a good close on Friday. But eleven dollars today, so that'll uh, please several people I know in South Africa. The platinum price is down three, so nothing there. Nine twenty eight, and palladium is flat at ten seventy six dollars mm-hmm. an ounce. According to my screen, looks a bit fishy to me, but okay, I'll take that flat. CRB index now. Uh, Crude oils just dipped below eighty dollars a barrel. It's down 07 percent to seventy nine ninety eight. And West Texas crude seventy five dollars twelve, which is down just over half a percent. Natural gas price is also uh, getting a bit of a getting a bit of stick here. Three point two percent weaker. Wheat prices. Wheat's been in a bear market. Point is one percent weaker. Where's the iron ore price, David? Mine. Do, mine. I don't get the Chinese feed on my
1: screen. What have you got for iron ore? I I get the. I, I've, I've, I get the I get 131 round there, okay. And I don't know. I don't know whether this is right. Um, I, I watch it carefully because I watch the headlines, mm-hmm. and the headlines seem to suggest that this is falling, and falling dramatically. And that's why I think I use Fatty, eh? and I'm, you know, I'm always a bit concerned about their. Uh, do, do you know what I mean? I'm always concerned about. Their commodity prices, I don't think they're always up to date. But I watch it, but I get 131. I'm not sure whether that's the right one. That's
0: about right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. the last, last print I got a week ago was 127. Anyway, it's easy to look up. Okay, on to the US 10-year bond yield, 4.45%. was uh, 10 basis points lower than that at one point last week when the central banks were making nice cooing noises. South African 10-year, 10.13 and a half. At six basis points weaker than Friday, which is around about uh, 10.20. S&P 500 futures, deathly, deathly dull. 0.2% down, 4,560 down. for the S&P December futures. Bitcoin is just below 37,000, down 1.6% today. And what else we got? That's it, David.
1: Could could you give us the movers the on J-C's, your side? Yeah, the J.C. suddenly plunged. When I say plunged, I mean it's, it's at the low of the day. Oh. We're down about a half percent, yeah. And I think that's come mainly from financials and industrials. The, the, the mining markets have held up slightly. I think picked, underpinned by uh, improvements in gold and platinum shares. But I think there has been a sell-off. But, Lindsay, I looked at the volumes now, and I know it's 20 to 5, uh, 20 minutes to go. Value traded is around about $8 billion, mm. which is pathetically low. Absolutely pathetically low. We'll end off because there's always a lot of uh, trade that goes through in the closing auction. So it'll end up being another 13 or 12 billion day, which is not the kind of levels we can make profits of or even survive under so yeah. very little activity here it's half I think it's half break
0: even the- i would say david with the yeah, rand dollar exchange yeah. rate or dollar rand exchange rate being what it is i think you need to mm. double that consistently for yeah. the jsc limited to have a good annual general meeting whenever it is okay i've got these stocks on my screen yeah. doing well Carew up seven and a half percent alpha min six point eight percent higher yeah. drd gold up five anglo-american platinum up f- nearly four and a half percent sogo sun after its results after four o'clock three and a third percent in the green downside supergroup down three and three point four percent pep down three and a third mr price another retailer down nearly three percent mm. outsurance two and a half percent in the red and mass uh property company down two point four percent anything outside of those david
1: no i think it's it, it is it's exactly that for some reason uh, Retailers are under a bit of pressure, but it's so hard to read it on a day-to-day basis. Um And I'm not quite sure what's taking it down, whether or not there was disappointment over the buying of Black Friday. Who knows? But, uh, it, it's you know, with low volumes, it's always difficult to understand or read this market. But yes. that's it more or less, uh, you know, more or less covered everything yeah, I think what on has a very quiet covered,
0: day really quiet day what has it.
1: recovered we've seen mm. we've seen and uh pick up quite a lot you know even though the platinum price has been going nowhere you know this amplats has picked up i think something like off a very low base almost 10 to 15 percent you know if you looked at a chart you, you, it would make no difference to you you know from where it's come I, but, think uh, low, I think it made a low, David.
0: I think it made a low of 6.29 or 6.30 yeah, yeah. around per I'll share. And it's now 7.76 or something, I think.
1: Yeah, it made a low of, I think, 5.80 or something like this. Which really? Was back as low as that? Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe six, you're right. 6.04 or somewhere around there. I can't get the exact price. Right. That's exactly it. But, I mean, that came from a high of 250 or 2,500, sorry. Massive, massive fall there. And so we're seeing a base being formed. Whether it can hold it or not, I'm not sure. All
0: right. So and um, closing am
1: Watching that carefully as a trader, but I'm not trading it. No. no. But I mean the 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 uh, our market has come down now, so we're down a half a percent, yeah. SP so okay. flat. Huh?
0: David, give us the closing JSC indices, please.
1: So on that side we've got so the all shares down. Oh, well, they're not so closed, far.
0: obviously, because we got. we are uh, not closed. Yeah. No, we're not. Okay, yeah. but just give us an idea. Sorry, I, I keep thinking this so, is the final yeah, cut
1: uh, the resource index is up about a, uh, about percent overall. The the JSE's is down a half a percent, and the biggest fallers I think are mainly on the consumer-industrial, which would be uh, Process and Naspers and Richmond, I think, uh, have all taken the index or the uh, industrial index down. There's also been some weakness in the banks. I'm just looking very briefly. Yeah, right across the board. Um, Right across the board, red, in in all the banks and so on. And and it's strange. Standard Bank came out with a trading update, which is steady. You know, just uh, I don't think they're lending money. I think that if you try and borrow money, they won't let you into the bank, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> David, the football, anyway. the football was back this weekend, which was some yeah. a mm-hmm. respite, in other words, quite grey world at the moment. And I was looking forward to it enormously. I have to admit, you said at the beginning there were some yeah. terrific games. I thought most yeah. of them were pretty ordinary. I thought Arsenal looked anemic. Totally. Arsenal looked... Totally. They didn't look like champions, but, you know, fair play. They, wow. uh, they won ugly and they got a goal in the 89th minute. Yeah. So, so that's good. Uh, City-Liverpool, was, I liked the first half because City dominated, but then it just got scrappy and mm-hmm. Liverpool snatched an equaliser. Yeah. And, and they deserved it, I think.
1: I, I thought, it yeah. I, I, no, I, I, Man City should have buried that. Yeah. Wrong time ago should have been over and done. I've never. It was completely dominated. You know, Liverpool were running around in circles. I don't think Mo touched the ball or anything. Just, just, and how they snatched the door, I have no idea. Mm. You know, and, and I think there's every reason for Man City to be, not angry, but disappointed. But the biggest one was Spurs. I mean, Spurs game was my favorite
0: game of the weekend, not because of any allegiance to Aston Villa, but it was just so fantastic. The crowd were up for it. And do you know what I like about Spurs at the moment? It won't last for long because they've lost three on the bounce now. Because of this Australian who's been put in charge, who no one had heard yeah. of before he went to Celtic, his name is Ange Postacoglu, the crowd doesn't boo the team off the pitch. They actually applaud them because yeah. they like the way they're playing under Postacoglu. Brilliant. And the results will come. They're in fifth. okay. They, they, were, they were top. They were phenomenal.
1: They were great. They, they were, the Aston Villa didn't know what day of the week it was. How they came away with a victory, I still think yeah. the people in Birmingham are still trying to work out how did we win this game. I have no idea. Yeah. But um, you know, I credit to Spurs with that with a team missing, I don't know five, six, seven, eight stars. They still played that game. They were every time someone from Aston Villa got the ball, there were three chaps onto him. I I think he's he's uh, what he's done there has been phenomenal. I know they got this high line, which could be very dangerous. But uh, so did Aston Villa, and uh, I, I think Spurs should have walked away with this. The two games, Man City should have walked away with it. Uh, and Spurs should have walked away with
0: it. Both of those teams will did learn. Did You see
1: the Ganacha goal. That that. that oh I, gosh! Yeah, like, I was watching this game
0: and I thought, <laughs> God, you? I'd really like Everton to win. And they all fired up. <laughs> the crowd are indignant about the ten-point <laughs> penalty. And suddenly, this ball comes over from the right, and I think <laughs> <Right>. he's shaping <laughs> to do a Rooney. And goodness me, yeah. he did it. It was fantastic. I don't like the player, um, but it was a brilliant goal. Uh, he,
1: he he always reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> So like an Inca. You know those old those 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 old movies used to see about the South Africa. I mean, the South American Amazon forest, he looks like the chap with his head, you know, that's <laughs> <Yes>. strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, as my brother would say, he's not going to be marrying a Spice Girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> David, thank you very much <laughs> okay. for your time <laughs> okay. this evening. So you're going on Tuesday, so you'll be available next Monday. Next Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday. No,
1: and Thursday. Yeah, uh, I uh, Thursday. Thursday this yeah.
0: week with Viv and Monday. Okay, great. David Shapiro's is yeah. obsessed securities okay. and that